Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, June the 25th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that he has divinely connected you to for such a time as this. As always, it is an honor and a blessing to pray with you and for you Monday through Friday. I'm extremely grateful and thankful to each and every one of you who find the time to listen whenever you find the time to listen to come in agreement with the prayer. Today is Friday, so we know on Fridays, yes, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. And we also know we do things a little bit differently. This week, we've really been talking about the get up anointing. We have really been talking about what it means to get up. And I think this is a timely word because we are in the sixth month of 2021. On next Wednesday, Wednesday will be the last day and we'll be headed into the latter part, the last six months of this year. I think it is extremely, extremely important that, um, we recognize and know that God wants us to get up. It is imperative that we get up and recognize who we are and whose we are. And as we look at the incident in Florida, I want to ask you all um, to please keep those families in your prayers. When it first came across my alerts on yesterday, I saw that they had only confirmed one death. Now, today, there are over 4,000 people missing. So let's keep those families in prayer. Let's keep them lifted up. I think it is a reminder that none of us know the time, the hour, or the way in which we are going to leave here. So it behooves us every day to draw closer unto our God so that when he does call us home, we're ready. We're ready. And that is my prayer that each one of them, you know, if God has seen fit to call them home, that they're ready. And as I say that I'm still believing God that as they go through the debris, that as they go through, you know, the, the, the broken building and all of that, that they will still find some people alive. Because God is still a miracle worker. He performs miracles every day, whether we hear about them or not. But I believe that God, even if their heart has stopped, that God is able that when they, they the person hears the shuffling of the, the rocks or the movement, that somebody will be able to cry out, here, help, I'm here. God is able. I'm, I'm, you know, some people might say, well, girl, you crazy. As the days go by, it decreases their chances. No, as the day go by, it just gives God more opportunity to perform a miracle. And that's how we have to shift our thinking. You know, people could say, oh, well, you know, this is not going to happen because it's been too long or it's been too late. No, that just gives, that's just makes the miracle even more so. Because God needs the impossibility in order. Well, first of all, he doesn't need anything. But I'm going to say this. He shows out even the more when things look impossible. Even the more when man has given up. Even the more when man has said it's impossible. God has said that there is nothing impossible with him. 
Um, on today, we're going to finish out with reading Acts chapter 10, as we've talked about getting up on this week. And we're going to start with verse number 17. While Peter was wondering about the meaning of the vision, the men sent by Cornelius found out where Simon's house was and stopped at the gate. They called out asking if Simon, who was known as Peter, was staying there. While Peter was still thinking about the vision, the spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you. So get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them for I have sent them. Peter went down and said to the men, I'm the one you're looking for. Why have you come? The men replied, we have come from Cornelius the centurion. He is a righteous and God-fearing man who is respected by all the Jewish people. A holy angel told him to have you come to his house so that he could hear what you have to say. Then Peter invited the men into the house to be his guest. On today and on this weekend, I want you to know that you have to get up and go. You can't hesitate because you're the one they're looking for. Yes, I said it. You're the one they're looking for. As we look at this text and as we've talked about it, first we came into Aeneas who was a paralytic, right? He was stuck. He was bedridden. But what Simon called him to do, what Simon Peter called him to do was get up and to clean up where he was stuck. To clean up, basically, as the psalmist says, what he messed up. Then we run into Dorcas, well, Tabitha, also known as Dorcas, who was a wonderful woman. The Bible says she was a disciple. She she got sick and died, right? Sometimes we have a hard time understanding how bad things happen to good people, but yet they do. And this was after sin. This was after Jesus had died on the cross. So we know that he, at this point, he had died for our sins. And so at this point, we know all the way from Adam Adam to Eve that that opened the door for a lot of things to come into our lives. And so in the midst of this, when, when Peter, Simon Peter came, Simon had to tell some people to leave the room. So it's a great reminder that when we're trying to do some things, everybody can't be in the room with us. Everybody's not going to be in the room with us. And even though I know Simon Peter empathized with the widows, right? Because they were in grief. They had settled the matter in their hearts that Dorcas was dead and she was going to be dead. So they was going to grieve her death and move on. But Simon Peter went in and he got on his knees and he prayed. And so what happens is when you don't allow people in the room and when you don't allow people to be a part of the prayers that you have and where you're going, it's hard for them to hinder where you're going. Because two can't walk together unless they agree. God said that in unity, he commands the blessing. Well, it's hard to command the blessing if I'm going left and you going right. It's hard to command the blessing when I say, let's put the money here and you say, let's put the money there. Right? But when we agree, miracles can happen. And because Simon Peter didn't have anybody else that at least he thought probably could agree with him, he went to the throne of grace on his own and a miracle occurred. Then we go on and we talk about the the vision that Peter received. 
There was a need there. God had given him a desire. And in the midst of God meeting that need, right? Peter told him no. (laughs) Peter said, surely not, Lord, right? And so we're reminded that part of the get up is realizing that where there was a need there, God is the one that gives us the desire. He gives us the desires of our hearts. And in giving us the desires of our heart, it may not be exactly the way that we that we want it to be. And so when God gives it to us and he gives us this instruction, instead of rejecting it, we need to embrace it. So now as we look at this passage, starting at verse 17, we see that Peter was still thinking about the vision. It says, while he was still thinking about the vision that Peter said to him, see, the spirit had to come to snap Peter out of it. See, Peter was so caught up into what does this vision mean? And what are you trying to say, God? And, you know, what, what do you want me to do, God? Isn't that just like us? You know, God, what are you saying? What are you doing? How are you going to do it? When is it going to happen? You know, why did it have to happen like this? Question, 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 question. But the spirit said, get up and go. Get up and go. Don't hesitate. And that that is what God wants us to know on today and on this weekend. What he's instructing you to do. And I thank God for the revelation of this word. He is instructing you to get up and go without hesitation, right? Quit pondering how it's going to work out when you go to school. How, how are you going to get the money? You know, you got, you got little kids and how, you know, what are you going to do with them? Mm-mm. He said, get up and go. Why? Because that field you're trying to get into You're the one they've been looking for. You're the one they've been looking for. Why? Because can't nobody else do it like you do it. Why? Because the word says so that they could hear what you have to say. See, in each and every one of us, God has given us a gift. Every last one of us. Whether you have a college degree or whether you don't, it really doesn't matter. God still gave you a gift. Whether you wanted to be a biological parent and God didn't see fit, God has still made ways for you to be somebody's father or somebody's mother. If you're in a relationship and you've been in a relationship for any significant amount of time and you're hesitating, wondering if this person is for you, right? Wondering if your marriage is supposed to be restored, even though you know that you've got this connection with this person, right? But yet things didn't work out. You got a divorce for, you know, I'm sure a reason. Um, And yet you and this person, y'all just have a special bond. Even outside of the children, there's a special bond there, but you're still hesitating. Hesitating to start the business, hesitating to go back to school, hesitating to work on the marriage, right? Hesitating to get married, right? Hesitating to to do a lot of things that God has put in you the first six months of this year. Can I tie it to the first six months of the year? I'm going to anyway. For the first six months of this year, God has been speaking to you all through the pandemic. God has been speaking to you. 
God has been speaking to you and you know it. But yet you still want to, is this you, God? Is this not you, God? You're still like Peter. You're still thinking about what God has told you to do. You're still thinking about the vision or the desire God has placed in your heart. You're still thinking about how you're going to do it. You're still thinking about God. Is this you or is this not you? Or I'm telling you on this Friday, June the 25th, 2021, and I need you to write it down as you move forward in the, the latter part of this year, the next six months. I need you to hear me clearly. Get up and go. Do not hesitate for God is the one who has put it in you. He has put it in you to start the business. He has put it in you to restore your marriage. He has put it in you to marry that man or that woman that you've been dealing with for years. Quit hesitating. It's from God. Why? Because you're the one. You are the one that that job's been looking for. You're the one the world's been looking for. You're the one whose business is not going to be like anybody else's business, even though it's the same business that other people's people have. Doesn't matter. Why? Because you're the one. You're the one that we've been waiting for. You're the one that God has sent for such a time as this. Why? Because you have something to say. (laughs) You have something to say about how marriages can be restored. You have something to say about, you know, going back to school and however old you are and not thinking that it was possible, but yet God made it possible. You're the one that's to start that business that is going to be so unique, that's going to be so different, even though you're thinking there are so many people who have this same business. But guess what? They were not sent by God. They were not sent by the Spirit. The Spirit says, do not hesitate to go for I have sent them for he has sent you. Don't you see that desire in your heart to do the things that you want to do that are good and pleasing to God? He's the one that gave you that desire. That desire didn't just come from you. It came from our father. So what are you waiting on? You're the one they're looking for. You're the one little children are looking for, man of God, to be that spiritual role model they've never had. You're the one they're looking for, woman of God, to show them what it is to be a Proverbs 31 woman. You're the one they've been looking for, entrepreneur. To see how to start a business, to see what it really means to commit their plans, what it really means to commit their business to the Lord and to watch how God just adds to it to the point. Not only do you have one building, but you got several buildings. Not only are you able to help and to pour back into the community 
right? But you're able to set up scholarships for people to go back to school. See, it looks different when God sends you. It looks different when God tells you to get up and go. See, he had to keep telling Peter. It's funny that when Peter said it, right? Peter only had to say it one time. But why is it that the spirit had to say it multiple times to Peter? See, sometimes we know that it's easier to tell somebody to get up. But when somebody tells us to get up and do something, we acting like we're brand new to the situation. But it also shows us that even with God's anointed ones, even with his chosen ones, right? We're still human. And even in Peter's obedience, and now I'm talking about yesterday, the fact that the voice spoke to him a second time. See, delayed obedience is still disobedience. I think I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, I had a past, I heard a pastor say that. Delayed obedience is still disobedience. We've got to get up. We've got to get up in this hour. We've got to get up in this season. And in this case, we've got to do most importantly what God has called us to do. See, every day this week, you know, Peter was speaking to somebody else. But guess what? Now the spirit is speaking to Peter. And it even shows you that's why people, that's why we cannot put all of our confidence in the flesh because even though Peter was anointed, he had the get up anointing. He had to be told directly by the spirit what he needed to do. Everybody falls short. That's why we need God so much. That's why we have to depend on him so much. Because even in the Bible, those closest to him sometimes still didn't always get it right. That's why we can't be so haughty and so think of ourselves so high-minded like we've got it all together. We've still got a work to do. So can I encourage you today and on this weekend to get up and go, to not hesitate. To know that God is the one that gave you that desire. He has. He is the one that sent you to do this work. For you to have the confidence to know that you are the one they've been looking for. <laughs> Why? Because you have something to say. And not saying it on your behalf, but saying it on behalf of the Father. God is calling you to to kingdom and so that everything that you do is for the kingdom the words that you speak it's on behalf of the kingdom where you go it's on behalf of the kingdom you are the one that they've been looking for God bless you all have an awesome weekend no this is our get up and go week Let that stir in your spirit. Go back and read Acts chapter 9 and chapter 10. 
where it is really addressed back to back to back to back. I don't think that that is by chance. I believe there's a clear message here, a clear revelation here for for us to get up and go. Quit being lazy. Quit thinking too much, right? Quit thinking everybody's got to go along with us on the journey. Quit thinking that just because something is dead that we have to settle that matter in our spirit. When God has called us definitely to pray about it and to speak life into it. We got to get up and go, y'all. Have an awesome weekend. Love you all. Bye-bye.